Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hi everyone and welcome to No Dumb Questions with Mel. From those random shower thoughts, that personal question you bury deep, to those random in-between moments you do a double take for, we're going to explore all of that in this new show. Today, I want to explore something pertaining to love. Specifically, why am I so afraid of saying I love you? I am so excited to be back with another episode, but before we dive into today's question, I want to start every episode off with a quick segment called, what did I Google this past week? Not sure if you do this too, but I literally Google everything. I'm on Google all night, pretty much. I thought this would be a fun way to explore, you know, kind of my search history and share these micro moments in my life with y'all. So if I were to pull up my Google right now and look at my search history, the latest thing I Googled was Ratatouille. So random. But I recently rewatched a Pixar film and I noticed I have this thing where I kind of like to read everything about the movie I'm currently watching. Like as I'm watching the movie, I might pause it like maybe 10 minutes in or 20 minutes in. I'll pause it. Then I'll Google the movie to read everything I can about about the movie. I'll also do this with TV shows too. I think I just like to know everything I can about the media I'm consuming. Like I don't know. I want to know like who directed it. Like how is the who who developed the story? And like mostly what I go to the most is like I like to know like who are the voice actors or like the actors in the movie or television series and like what have they done in the past. So for the Ratatouille, did you know the voice of Linguini, which is the the awkward chef that's um, being controlled by Remy the Rat? The voice actor is actually a production designer and not an actor. Like his background is mostly in production. And he's worked on a bunch of other Pixar movies like The Incredibles and Luca. And for me personally, I found it really fascinating because I feel like when I Google actors or like the works they have done, they're mostly have been in acting. So I just thought it was really cool that this guy just came from like the creative side or the production side of it. Anyways, you're probably wondering like, why am I Googling Ratatouille? Like, why am I even watching Ratatouille, you know, by myself? So I recently went to Disneyland with my boyfriend and his close friends a few weeks ago. And... I just had such a great time there. Like, we went to both California Avengers and Disneyland. And I will have to say that I think I like Disneyland a little bit more because it just feels so nostalgic. I feel like a child. Like, I love walking through the stores and not buying anything. But I truly felt the magic of Disney. And I'm someone that, even though I live in Southern California, I don't go to Disneyland quite often because it's really expensive. So I haven't gone back to Disney in, like, four years. But after this time around, I had such a great time. I'm actually considering a Disney pass. 
I don't know yet. I'm still figuring it out. It is really expensive. But after that weekend, I am on this Disney movie marathon. So currently I'm watching Cars 3 because I already watched the first two Cars. But anyways, that was what I Googled this past week. Today, we're going to be exploring something I've always had in the back of my mind, and it relates to love. For the longest time, you know, even before my current relationship, I knew I would struggle with saying I love you. And, you know, I can say in my friendships, I can even say it to my Asian family members, which can be awkward sometimes. But when it comes to adult romantic relationships, this is where the difficulty comes in. Um, you're probably wondering, you know, why? Like, why do you struggle with this? Well, why do you why can't you say I love you? Where did this fear or struggle come from? You know, I've been reflecting a lot about this because it's been a couple of years and I realize it comes from a lot of different things. The first main reason really is probably due to the fact that I don't really truly know what being in love feels like in my adult years. Like I definitely have a certain expectation of what love is supposed to be as an adult and I, I don't know if I actually ever felt that yet. And again, I have said I love you before during like my first relationship back in high school. But I think as my definition of love has changed, um, looking back, I felt like that was more puppy love and not the type of love I'm seeking right now. And to be honest, like for the last 10 plus years like of my life, I have not said I love you to a partner. Like that has not slipped out of my mouth at all. You know, my last relations also did not last very long and I never reached that point of wanting to say it to my partner. So really, I'm like kind of left with this feeling of not truly knowing what being in love feels like. And again, like, Everyone has their own definitions of love. For me, romantic love and, you know, familial and friendship love are very different for me. I know 100% that I love my family. I think with that kind of love is just undeniable. You just know, like, when I think about my grandparents, it just feels like a no-brainer. Like, I love them wholeheartedly. And even with some of my friendships, I just do say, I mean, I love you. Like, you just know, and it, it's easy for me to say those ones. I don't know, like I talked to my friends about this and they're like, Mel, you just, you'll know when you know. But then I'm like, again, not being in a relationship for so long, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, how would I know? The second reason why I think I struggle with this is probably due to the influence of media. I think growing up, I consumed and totally absorbed everything I watched and played such a huge role on how I view love to look and feel like. I used to read so many Nicholas Sparks novels. I would watch A Watch to Remember. I loved The Notebook and all these like, you know, like rom-commy like type of movies and stuff and shows. And they would always talk about love at first sight. And they would just say, I love you so quickly. Or it's like during some a place that's so romantic, like a balcony or there's like candles. And it felt really romanticized. And I kind of thought that's how it'd be, you know, I thought it'd be like so grand and stuff. And this is like a side note, but I don't know if anyone's watching The Bachelor. I totally got back onto it and it made me realize that like growing up, I actually watched The Bachelor since I was like 12, like the first season. And when you watch these couples say, I love you within like two, three weeks, you're like, oh man, like it, it, it could be so instant. Like it's so quick. You know, it feels like they just know. And, you know, now in my 30s, looking back at these scenes, I kind of sometimes wonder if these feelings being depicted as love wasn't actually love and more of an infatuation. You know, I think all of us have felt infatuation before. We're like, I'm so into this person. I want to be with them all the time. And I feel like that can be mistaken for love. And I don't know if that really is love. Again, in my definition. 
even when I think about my first relationship in high school, like to be honest, my first relationship in high school, and so I was 16, was the only relationship I said I love you to my partner. Because I think at that time, you know, when you're your first quote unquote love or your first relationship, you just feel it's your first time feeling all these feelings. And I looking back, I think I really was infatuated. It was a different type of feeling. I remember in high school, like obviously with so many of your friends and your peers getting into relationships and like everything was grand. I remember back in the day, like in high school, like every anniversary was celebrated. Your one month, your two month, Valentine's Day. Like I remember like girls would be holding balloons and bouquet, like so many things that I think even the the saying I love you was part of this whole, whole like experience of dating in high school. And I will say maybe back then I felt the pressures of everyone around me to say I love you. And it became something I just said, you know, I feel like in high school, obviously, your, your view of love is so pure. The romantic feelings, I remember feeling so genuine and it just felt like, again, like a puppy love. And I don't, I think it's also back then you're so influenced by media. You wanted to kind of mimic the feelings that you saw on screen and it's just so different. And I and I, I will say that like now being older and knowing that love isn't instant sometimes, I, I just felt like I was really affected by media and having this grand expectation of what falling in love is than what it truly the reality of what it actually is. I don't know if that makes any sense to y'all or you got all could relate. The third reason why I struggle with saying I love you due to all the previous things I mentioned is I think due to this uncertainty of not knowing what it's like to be in love, it actually causes me to want to be 100% sure when I say I love you. And I feel like I'm just so cautious, like very, very cautious about this. Like, I don't know, like, I just want to be so sure that I'm in love with someone when I say it. Sometimes I wonder if like putting this pressure of like wanting to know 100% like kind of causes me to like, maybe like, put more walls up or like causes barrier for me to even say it. I don't know. It's just it is really interesting how I want to be 100% sure when I when it's something I'm not familiar with. Like again, like I mentioned earlier, like I don't know what it's like to actually be in love that how can I be 100% sure when I'm in love? You know, it's kind of like a counter negative. So those are a couple of reasons why I struggle, you know, with saying I'm in love with you or I, I love you. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I just want to say real quickly for those who are tuning in that I do appreciate you all kind of listening to this, listening to this um, intimate topic of my a little bit of my insecurity with, you know, saying I love you. You're kind of like walking into this little portal in my brain where I've held, held on to this for so long. I think I talked a lot about how 
um, my struggles with, you know, saying it. But I think the thing to talk about now is, you know, how do I perceive being in love to be now? Like now, as I am in my 30s, I'm 32. What is my definition of love? And I do believe that definitions of love will vary depending on the person. And I definitely have different perspectives on it compared to my friends. And I know this, I might share this definition with others. Maybe some of you guys are listening, agree with what I'm saying. And others may feel very differently. So for me, I feel like love is this thing that kind of needs to be earned. Or like it's kind of a state or emotion you get to due to multiple instances and experiences of showing up for one another. And when I'm talking about love in this context, it's talking about romantic love, very different than friendship and familial love. So again, this is romantic love. I think I've been so curious about being in love and like saying it. I've I've been that person. I've asked all my friends who have been in relationships, like, you know, when did you know? Like, when did you know you loved your partner or your wife or husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever? And a lot of my friends, they they can't tell me a specific moment. They always say it's more of an accumulation of events and situations that led them to this place of love. And I actually do resonate with that definition. I also have friends that tell me like it was a moment, like or it's like a romantic moment, or they knew like two months in. And I was like, whoa, you know, it just it really varies. But I think for me, I actually don't believe in love at first sight or falling in love with someone in such a short period of time. I think I, I do think that you have to go through a lot of experiences together to see how you work through things. How do you fight? How do you get through experiences? How are you doing your day-to-day to kind of know if you're in, truly in love with someone? I think for me, I separate romantic love and it being different from family love because it doesn't have it doesn't have this unconditional love expectation that comes with, with family love. Like my mom and dad, my my brother, my grandparents, again, it feels like you just know you love them. It's, it's, it's kind of this expectation you're kind of born in a little bit. I think when it comes to romantic love, it's essentially two strangers coming together to build a foundation together and learning about each other from ground zero. And I, I guess I can say this is also really similar to like friendship, you know, but I think with romantic love, there's definitely more expectations involved. So yeah, I think with all these things, I guess like, I feel like I place a higher, um, yeah, a higher expectation on romantic being in love. Like, because I think you're choosing to be with someone every single day for the rest of your life. And I think that's when I I want to be so certain. I want to be so sure. And like, it's just so funny because talking to a lot of my friends, and if you know me, if you hear me on the podcast, I am the dreamer. I am so fantastical. I'm actually truly romantic. But I think experiencing my relationship now, I'm so like careful. I'm so cautious because I think, again, like dating in your 30s, you want everything to be you're so close to finding the one that for me saying I love you is like, yo, like me saying I love you is like me almost telling you, like, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. And again, my gosh, just hearing that out loud sounds like so much pressure I'm putting on myself. But yeah, I, I think with that, with that, with these dreams, you know, I've always wanted to get married and have a family. But I think with these dreams coming so much closer to reality, I am just so careful of making sure I make the right decision. That this romantic side of me, this fantastical side kind of takes the back burner and like I'm just focused on making sure I'm like being careful. So yeah, I I think that's where I am with how I perceive being in love to be now. It's me being very cautious, me making sure I'm choosing the right person. So this probably, (laughs) this probably leads me to my next question is like, so where does this leave me in my current relationship? Because I am with someone and we're, I've been with someone for almost a year now. That sounds crazy. I've been with someone for over almost a year. I think I feel very fortunate to be with a partner that 
is so open and so creates such a safe space for me to share my insecurities. Like, I think early on in our relationship, I I did share with him that just to let you know, like, as we develop and as we continue our relationship, I I have a couple of insecurities um, when it comes to romance. And one of them is is that I'm afraid of saying I love you because I, I don't know what it feels like and I, I don't know what that's going to be for me. So I don't want you to feel like it's a you thing. It's more of a me thing that I'm just working through. And he's been very receptive. And it is so crazy now to be in this long-term serious relationship because, again, like I shared all my my my, my insecurities and the things I'm afraid of, but I feel myself like, yes, it's been a year in. That shows you how how I am with timing and being cautious. But almost a year in, I, I feel myself like, getting closer to saying it and kind of due to my expectations of love I feel like I'm kind of like slowly kind of hitting it to some degree like I think we have gone through some tough you know tough conversations and we've made it out out, we made it out alive but I think just knowing after these tough conversations that I would usually be really afraid to tackle it shows that at the end of these tough things that we were continue to choose each other and continue to fight to be with each other. And he's has been there for me on like really dark days. Ooh, getting emotional. And um, I think I never had someone show up for me that way. And I can see how you have when you have so many of those moments built up. Um, you just build a strong like emotional attachment. I don't want to say attachment, emotional, emotional connection to someone. And not only that, like, those are the hard things. Like, I think a lot of couples go through hardships together. And that's how you feel this, you build this bond. But I don't want to say all relations are built on this emotional, like, trauma. I do think that's part of it or getting through these things together. But I feel like another thing I realized in my relationship is that I'm really learning to love <laughs> and appreciate the, the in-between normal things we have done together like on the weekends like walking around farmer's market and like you know doing the dishes going grocery shopping I think even enjoying these precious moments of the mundane and truly enjoying it and like I keep saying loving it and not saying I love him anyways um it just that combined with you know showing up for each other and being there for the hard times I can truly feel as if I'm getting closer to saying I love you and it's a feeling I've never felt before. And I think it's maybe because I haven't gone through these situations before with someone. So have I said it yet? At the t- current time of this recording, no, I still have not said I love you. I think this this insecurity of mine is something I'm still working through, but I've, I, I think I'm making long strides. And I think it's mostly due just to experience and feeling and going through these things. And one thing I do want to share that I think it's really precious is, again, I really want to just say Ray, my partner, is just so amazing because he's so supportive and just so understanding. We, he has made it, we, I, he, I asked him on Valentine's Day and I was like, do you, like, do you, do you love me? Or like, do you think you're there? And he was like, I'm there. I was like, okay. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> you're there. Um, and then I asked him, I was like, are you just not saying it because you don't want for me to be afraid and to not, I guess, like scare me because this is my insecurity. He goes, yeah. So for me, I actually take that. I think that's really sweet of him because 
there's moments in the beginning of a relationship when I was like freaking out about certain things. So I appreciate him being very patient and, you know, again, not, I guess, scaring me away. And I know some people might think like, well, if he really loves you, you just say it. And I was like, I know. But I think for me, the way he's going about it is the best way that works for us. And what he does instead, and I thought this is really sweet. There's a moment, whether we're like we had a nice day or something, he just looked at me and he goes, you know, I really adore you. And I think I haven't had someone say I adore you before. And I just thought that was like so, so sweet. And it feels like he's saying I love you, but I pretty much know what he's implying and what that shares. So I thought that was a really sweet moment. I, I love saying I, I adore you. And I, I, I've have, I started saying I adore you, but it's like that is a huge, I mean, it's like my baby step to saying I love you. But yeah, I didn't think I'd be a little emotional talking about this. I always say that though. I didn't think I'd be emotional, but let's be real. I'm emotional. But yeah, I just really wanted to share with you this this thing that's been ruminating in my head. And it's funny because like even the last like seven years, I, I knew this is something I, whoever decides to date me, this is something I knew I had to just work through. And so I'm not sure if y'all also feel that way, have gone through your own insecurities when it comes to saying I love you, being in love. But thank you for allowing me to share mine and um, allowing me to feel safe to talk about this. I thought it'd be really cute to kind of end this episode with asking my friends. Um, I asked my friends to describe in one sentence when you knew, when they knew they loved their partner. So here are some some of their um, answers. I knew I loved Janet, um, especially after time and time again, she would consistently show up, always be kind of steadfast and loving and caring and sweet to me uh, in a way that no one else had been. So me and my partner were actually together for a few years, but we had broken up. And during that time, we couldn't stop wanting to love and support each other from afar. And that's when I knew it was a deep and forever kind of love. I think I knew I loved Dar after we rekindled our relationship. And knowing all the things that I had known about her before, I was literally laying in bed one night. And I was just like, dang, I'm so happy. And that's kind of like the moment that I really knew I loved her. Thank you so much for catching me on No Dumb Questions of Mel and exploring, you know, why I'm so afraid of saying I love you. I would love to hear, you know, your answer as to when did you know you loved your partner? You know, whether it's your current one, your past one, like when did you know you were in love? Please share in this Instagram post in the comments. I love reading these because these are the questions I ask all my friends. So please share. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to, to my show. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you so much again, everyone. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.